gonna win the big game if you guys keep playing such shitty sport hmm hmm I... i've been coaching you for a whole goddamn season it all comes down to this game and you're all it's, you're, it's, it's getting in your heads isn't it i'm looking at you quarterback and or center colin westman yo i'm sorry coach they broke my kneecaps but this I, man is a hero. I'll, I'll get in there for you. He I is playing you. with <laughs> broken kneecaps. I respect you so much. What's your excuse, Matt Carstens? Sports suck. <laughs> hate sports. Yeah, I've been trying to get this guy off the team. He doesn't even like sports. God damn it. Why am I just finding out about this now? John Otney, I hold you responsible for this. It's just about that action, boss. <laughs> I think I know what he's talking about. Hello, and welcome to another <laughs> episode of Pitching Tits. Uh, the horribly planned uh, sketch comedy that leads into movie pitches, where we come up with the ideas that Hollywood is just too scared to do. Or maybe too stupid? <laughs> this week, we're talking about sports movies in honor of the, the big game. Uh, hallowed be its name. <laughs> you guys excited for the big game? You should be. Our big team, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Our favorite local sports team. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting. I don't know. I guess we can't really talk about it without... So we can't mention their names either, in addition to only being able to call it the big game without getting sued. Um, How does that work? You can never be too careful. That's that's my approach. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of money involved with the big game. Stephen Colbert is calling it the superb owl. <laughs> he's doing it all week. He gets it. Pretty clever, yeah. He broke the system. Which that'll is what be, we're going to do. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Um, but we haven't had reason to be excited about a sports movie in a long time. I mean... It's basically just Kevin Costner doing whatever the fuck he wants. And, uh, Moneyball is pretty good. Yeah, but how long ago was that? And that's really? nerds. It's like two years ago. <laughs> it's, it's like, God. Well, did you see, like, like a long time. Disney's coming out with their, like, I, I feel like the Disney equivalent of Moneyball with that new John Hamm movie. What does that mean? Well, it's just a Disney movie where John Hamm is, like, a baseball scout and he goes to go recruit those guys. 
in India. Oh. And it, it just looks like Moneyball, sort of, but like with the Disney feel to it. It looks like really sentimental and really sappy. Like oh, million. Also, yeah. There's also Draft Day. Mm-hmm. Which looks like, what if there was a Moneyball-ish kind of guy, maybe, in football? There you go. But it's like really lighthearted. That trailer is. See, that's what you need. It's like a new genre now, where it's like a guy's like, "Oh, the sport, you know, I gotta fix the sport. I'm, I'm gonna do something no one expects." Is that anyone's pitch? Mm, not really. <laughs> Would have been a good idea. Gotta fix cricket. <laughs> we already did that once Make- and made baseball. <laughs> nice. Take them, Britain. Calling them out. Uh, um, does anybody want to go first with their pitch? I, I always feel like we should leave off with you, Colin, because you always have a backup one in case everything goes. Well, mine. Uh, <laughs> mine's only tangentially related to sports. Um, it's about Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. It's a family. Okay. It's a family film. I'm laughing okay. already. <laughs> so Michael Vick, he's about to go on vacation. We see him pack it up. He gets on his plane to go to uh, oh, let's just say Hawaii, but he accidentally checks into a hotel for dogs. <laughs> Is this like a real family comedy? <laughs> What you you think this has been made already? I just feel like this is so offensive. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be a family <laughs> film. It seems like more of a like an ironic like black culture film, like kind of like a. I just don't know. I feel like it makes everyone super uncomfortable unless it's like obviously like haunted house or something. Okay, just make it like a straight up comedy. Yeah. Well, wait, 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 wait. It's a little more edgy. Yeah. I think I think part of the discomfort is coming from. Is this Michael Vick playing himself, or is this an actor playing Michael Vick? <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. And I wasn't sure. I would. I probably be an actor. I can't imagine. Uh, you think Ice it should Cube. star him, Ice Cube? So you can get an actor. You can get Ice Cube and walk in there, but like, yo, I'm Michael Vick. <laughs> 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 it's too fat. It doesn't make any sense. Probably gets in shape. It's got to be like Michael Vick's like post. Playing career, or you could get like Michael Jai White. It just seems so bizarre to like have a fictional movie about a real person. That's <laughs> not well. It's like Moneyball. They had a bunch of players. What would it make you feel better if we? If, it's not what good. if it was? What if it was like Michael Vickis? <laughs> like really close. But it. But then it doesn't like it. So you're just like assuming? Are you telling the backstory of how he was? Yeah, like, you'd tell the backstory. Yeah, it wouldn't be as extreme. It'd be like that crappy American Carol movie, where it's like a very Michael Moore esque character, but instead it's Michael Vixen. 
Nice I just can't imagine anyone who would want to see this. I want to see it. Yeah, it's it's how you handle it and where it goes. I think that will decide if people want to see it. I mean, I mean, do you have any idea what happens once he checks into the hotel for dogs? Oh, I feel like, you know, you need to have other human characters. So there's like the owner of the hotel and like his wife. And at first they're like, oh, no, this is fine. We got like a back room you can stay in. How do they make this reservation? (laughs) You're overthinking this too much. You know, haven't you ever heard of those websites that are set up to make you think you're getting like a really good rate on a hotel room, but then they really just steal your credit card? But instead they really just book you in a dog hotel. (laughs) Yeah, I I can buy that. I can buy that. I got our star. Who's our star? I sent you guys a picture. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. He, just needs, <laughs> he just needs to gain like 50 pounds of muscle. Uh, I guess put him in a muscle suit. <laughs> so Chris Rock's in a muscle suit. He's a, good, he's a good age to play a retired Michael Vick. Like if this comes out right now, he's got to be retired in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget, is it Michael Vick or is it Michael Vickus? It's Michael Vixen. Vixen. That's my favorite one that I've heard. Okay. Is that with an X? Sure. It's kind it's, of provocative. Yeah, and it's like more subtle. It's getting away from Vic. So he checks into the hotel for dogs, and what was the conflict? Does he have to like run it? <laughs> so He's got to have a motivation for not just using his millions of dollars to get a new hotel. I feel like he should get, like, trapped in the hotel when they pull, like, home yeah, like, style super, traps on him. Well, no, like, super bad weather. Yeah, keeps him oh, yeah, he's hurricane. stranded there. That'd be good. And maybe the paparazzi see him check in. So he can't just check out. Also look bad. I guess what what is his backstory in this version? Since he is a fictional character now, does he have the same yeah dog fighting backstory? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like entirely, like he's running it. It's not even just like he was. He was just a fan. It's still he was it's, heavily involved. Yes, it's exactly the same. Okay, but it's not the same because it's Michael Vixen. Should we've changed it enough? I think <laughs> no I one will so. notice. <laughs> So he can't leave this house. He's strapped to the dogs. Is he trying to form like a friendship with these dogs? And they're just they're pissed. They won't have it. Do they know who he is? <laughs> these super intelligent dogs. All dogs just hate him. Maybe. There's got to be a dream sequence too, where the dogs talk and they play that up in the trailer. But then when you see the movie, you're like, oh, it's just a dream sequence. Maybe the dogs like make him fight a human to the death. May, well, what if? Like the hotel manager has trained his dogs to hate Michael Vick. Like showed him video footage of him, and like when he gets there, all the dogs are barking at him. But throughout the movie, <laughs> Michael Vick learns to form a relationship with these dogs. And so, so I feel like the main bad guy should be the people that run the website that booked him the hotel. <laughs> Somehow they need to get back involved. Uh huh. Like he like they sneak the in dogs. and try to get like sweet, like the story. Like, like they the be paparazzi. Like, 
Maybe they're like dog fighters who were there the night that he got busted. They're like, you ruined our careers as dog fighting champions. Oh, and they come to go beat <laughs> him up. That's pretty good because it makes them very easy bad guy targets. Yeah, it makes them even more despicable than him. Somehow. It's still a comedy. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're back. It's like Home Alone, where it's like, yeah, they're pretty bad dudes, and some horrible shit's gonna happen to them. Home Alone with dog fighting. Can it still have Joe Pesci? (laughs) He owns the hotel for dogs. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. It's in the same universe as Lugo Weapon. Franchised. I don't know about that. But yeah, how about because Michael Vick, he learns to accept these dogs into his life, he like trains them. And then he trains them to go viciously attack these other dog fighters. <laughs> I don't know if there's a good lesson learned in yeah, that. That's, that's kind of missing the point. It's pretty still mixed. making dogs fight. Yeah, but they fight humans. And not just any humans, bad humans. That's not so bad. I feel like they should turn it around. It's like that he ends up like in like a best in show, you know, circumstance where he's like showing how beautiful dogs are and how graceful and how loving they could be. But it's like embarrassing for him too, because maybe he has to like do it in a ballerina costume for some reason. <laughs> I like that. Okay, that could be the ending, I guess. The more I look at this picture, the less I think Michael Vick and Chris Rock look alike. <laughs> it's just a jumping off point. You know? Like Sean yeah. says, you put him in a muscle suit, and you need to see him makeup. Well, he doesn't have to look exactly like him. He's not even Michael Vick. No, I still agree with the casting. It's just like I think that whoever made that super racist. <laughs> Both black and they got goatees. Yep, that's they look like. So is this good enough? Do we need the other yeah. Do you need We need more? a title. And you can't call it dogfight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your dog got it. Dog got it. <laughs> good. <laughs> what are sayings? I'm just trying to think of sayings that have dog in it. Or like a bad pun. Like woof somehow. Woof, there it is. Hmm. Ah, it's there's so many like this whole world out there. Bark dog puns. Roughing the king. Bark in. (laughs) I kind of like that one. Like bark, bark in. I like roughing the roughing the. Could be roughing the passer. Roughing the passer is brilliant. Roughing like a dog, roughing the passer. <laughs> What's the poster? You gotta, you gotta give me the poster to sell it to me. Uh, he's like running from a dog and he's pulling his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so wacky. It's great. Uh, that's really good. Well, too good. You're gonna get sued by Copper Tone for stealing. We'll get brain. sued by so many people. It, Especially Michael Vick, but whatever. What do you mean we're making him a hero? Yeah, I guess. He's learning a lesson. Mm-hmm. It's 
becoming a better person. Okay. What do you guys got? Well, my idea is not very fleshed out. But Sean? I could go. Neither is mine. Um, I'll just go to get it out of the way. <clears throat> um, I feel like Sean usually goes last anyways. It's like oh. tradition. Yeah, okay. Excuse me for my illness. but uh, So mine is sort of like a sports movie. I, I only wanted to do it because I had a, it was based on a dream. And that's always the best you know, place for ideas. Mm-hmm. And it stars Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it's, it's called Red Rover. And you know that game at Recess where kids hold arms? You know the game? Are you guys familiar with the game Red Rover? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, it's a game where kids kind of link arms and then they, you know, see Red Rover, Red Rover, send someone's name over. They have to break through the chain. And this is like a world where that's like a professional sport. And so that's just Stallone had like the best team back in the day, but then they're in the championship and he like broke his arm and they told him he could never play again. And I don't know why, but for some reason he's got to like do it again <laughs> and so he has to put together like a team I'm thinking at least four guys and they have to be ripped because you know it's got to be able to stop other dudes from like running through your arms just, just so, make it you know they they made a video game simulation of him they made a video game. game simulation of him and they're like if he was still playing <laughs> no like, one could, get, could beat him I gotta get so, back in the game he puts together the old team and you could do like you could team up with Arnold if you want to be lazy and just be like, all right, it's going to be like... God damn it. You're stealing all... my cast. It, okay, it doesn't have to be Arnold then. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm basically gonna... inspired by Over the Top because yeah, Stallone basically. has experience with arm-related I mean, games. It was a dream, so that's my what my subconscious is telling me. Okay. You could also put the spin on it. It's Stallone. Like, he wants to put together a team, but all his old teammates are like dead or something. <laughs> Maybe like... They all died in the game. Like, they all kept running into the arms, and they're, like, breaking their necks and, like, getting killed. And then he was all that's left, and he broke his arm or something. It's like a futuristic society. <laughs> it could be in the future. Maybe he gets, like, a biological. Otherwise, arm. it's just an alternate universe <laughs> taking place in present day. It, it could be in the future, because then you could have bionic arms, but that, that could be, like, juicing. Mm-hmm. The bad guy secretly has, like, a bionic arm. But you could also put this spin of like Stallone is like recruiting a bunch of guys who like don't like aren't wouldn't be good at it, you know. Like if we're going the grudge match way again, you like Kevin Hart or something. You Kevin Hart and some other people who like aren't strong, but he like trains them to do it. I feel like Kevin Hart will have to reach up to the person next. (laughs) So short. All right, I don't know. What do you guys think, team? Uh, team wise what would be a good team would, it, would you want to go with ripped dudes or would you want to go with like weak dudes they're weak but I mean like I feel like you gotta go after the younger demographic like definitely Kevin Hart yeah who else is in that demographic huh? who else is in that demographic like Taylor Lautner Jim uh, <laughs> <Liam> Hemsworth <laughs> um, what's his name Zach Efron. 
<laughs> Wait, are you guys saying people like Kevin Hart because he's really handsome? <laughs> no, because he appeals to a young demographic. Maybe yeah, he's super popular. I mean, just people that are super popular right now. Mm-hmm. All right, I can't wait to see Taylor Swift in this. <laughs> She's not an actor. <laughs> no, she can be in it. <laughs> he recruits Taylor Swift. Well, she pretends to be like a dude. She's trying to prove that girls can do it. Wow, that's good. <laughs> and then he, of course, needs his nemesis, who secretly, he's like juicing, which means he's got like a bionic arm, but I don't know what you'd call it. Is he like a nemesis from back in the day? He should be. And like, Stone's like, I don't understand why he's so good. But it's because he's part robot. <laughs> so who could be part robot? <laughs> should it be someone who's not as ripped as him or should it be someone who's super ripped I don't think they have to be as ripped I feel like yeah. if it's someone as old and ripped as him it's gonna have to exclusively be someone from the Expendables <laughs> okay well who's no. like who's like 60, 60 years old and you could still imagine competing Costner Kevin <laughs> Doesn't really seem like the like the kind of type, but he's got like an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Still on like poke out of his eyes or something. Yeah, he, he reached his fingers up one time and poked his eye out. That was a low blow. Well, actually, it was a high blow. But I was taunting with it. He like wears it as a necklace. His eyeball. <laughs> Uh, it's, I'm just I'm spitballing here. That's what it's all yeah. about. <laughs> so, so this is basically just a grudge match, but <laughs> in the future and with Taylor Swift. Heard Stallone should sing a song together. <laughs> Except his voice is dubbed in. It's like a really good singer. <laughs> no, I want to hear Stallone sing. Yeah, I want to see him sing. I know you want to, but they're not going to let him do it. <laughs> what are they, he's probably directing it himself. Mm, probably. <laughs> All right, what's it called? It's called Red Rover. Oh, I mean, what's the poster? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Well, uh, hmm. I mean, it could just be like a close-up of two like ripped. Arms. arms locking with each other to yeah. a 3D poster or not I guess or it could just be like a really detailed painting <laughs> like lots of sweat coming off of the biceps yeah ripping <laughs> tagline grip it and rip it rip it and rip it there you go okay Red Rover Nancy, do you actually have anything? I think I'm ready. <laughs> were you just coming up with it while we were talking? Yeah, about other movies? the last 45 minutes. Okay. All right, two words. Well, no, it's a lot more than two words. <laughs> I'm going to go with pogo stick. No. <laughs> I'm like you guys, I'm actually, this is actually a sports movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could use one of those, I guess. Yeah. This is the third installment of the uh, Ivan Reitman, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Danny DeVito. 
<laughs> so comedy trilogy. Comedy trilogy. So basically, they're this famous uh, battery, you know, pitcher catcher from like back in the day. And uh, Danny DeVito, DeVito is still playing independent league ball because he's so short and he's just got like the highest OBP of all time. Like, <laughs> never walks every time. Because the strike zone's so small. Yeah, exactly. And Arnold's retired, you know, and they're doing something. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what he's doing these days, but you know, he's he had a successful pitching career, and and so he comes back to do a. Danny DeVito convinces him to come back to do like a promotional thing, you know, with his independent team, and uh, he like strikes out the side, and people are freaking out, and then like some shitty team, like the Marlins, like offers him like a bunch of money to come back, and they do it. And, you know, trials and tribulations. Okay. Uh, so kind of like the reverse rookie. <laughs> yes. Or, or, or Mr. Uh, Mister 3000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, Dan DeVito's just, like, the worst person. I, I'm really excited to see Dan DeVito. Um, I guess... <laughs> With CG or heavy makeup playing baseball. Yeah, no. he's not going to be able to squat down in a catcher's position. What are you talking uh, about? Without pulling something. No, he's like he's, 60 years old. He's like already on the ground. <laughs> he just stands he just back sits. there. <laughs> he stands back there. <laughs> I'm more excited to see Arnold throw a baseball. It's hard to imagine him as a pitcher. He definitely seems more like a big league slugger type well that's what makes him so great i suppose except without the hitting he played national league <laughs> yeah, well yeah they're in the marlins so he gets some dangers yeah mm-hmm. know, he's not like that he doesn't look like a he just doesn't look like a baseball player. yeah he looks like a bodybuilder yeah but it's, it'll be funny to watch him throw so that's good are they actually going to train him to throw a baseball for this movie, or are they just going to... About as much as uh, they did for Kevin or Kenny Powers. Okay, so he's going to look kind of dumb. Yeah. Ooh. Whatever. So what's the big conflict in the middle of the movie? That's my question. He starts juicing. Yeah, I was going to say steroid controversy. <laughs> I'd say some kind of PED, but it's got to be funnier than that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Be, you don't want it to be too heavy. It's going to be like ED or something. How would Take that affect his baseball? <laughs> it's like this new... Some sort of chemical in Viagra that makes yeah, sense. I mean, like, it could be like Mr. 3000, but like with steroids. Like a chunk of his career was like deemed irrelevant because he was juicing for all of it. Okay. And that spins it in a whole other direction. So maybe Arnold... like. Danny DeVito's still playing and boom, you know, wherever. And Arnold's just disgraced and he's trying to make it in the Hall of Fame. And he's trying to go prove it one last time. Like prove that he can get to like 3,000 strikeouts. Like naturally or whatever. Juiced, yeah. Even if they have to. So he's going to play his way all the way up to the major leagues after just one game. Yeah. Well, they're. Okay. I mean, the Mar- by this time, the Marlins, like, 
absolutely zero people are coming to the game. (laughs) (laughs) Is there something distinct that Arnold does or that Danny Vito does that draws in more fans? Well, just that he starts playing great. Yeah, he's really good, but Arnold's got like this signature pitch. Oh yeah, the tumor. The tumor. The tumor. (laughs) The tumor. So every time he throws it, it takes a part of him away. No, that's just what it's that's called. Just what it's called. <laughs> yeah, but why would you call it the tumor? Because it, kill, it kills the batters slowly. <laughs> it's like really, really slow pitch. Like yeah. 30 it's, feet it's up 20 miles slow, per hour. Slowly killing them. The tumor. The tumor. The tumor. <laughs> I will throw the tumor. And he says it every time he throws it. <laughs> tumor. I feel like that would be a bad idea. <laughs> be telling the batter what pitch you're throwing. Yeah, but it's so good. It doesn't even it's matter. It's so good. It doesn't even matter. Like Mariano Rivera's cutter, even though you know it's coming. Exactly. Just you're, you're helpless against it. I wonder what it does, though. Can't be that slow. Batuma. Batuma. You gotta have a player on another team that starts like ripping off. Like, How about instead pitch? of it sinking, it like goes up at the end? That's just like a fastball. Uh, okay. Well, we don't actually need to even like see it. Like, yeah, you do. Like, this movie's all about him playing baseball, and you're not going to show his signature pitch? That'd be so every single shot of him pitching just cuts just, away. It's just on Arnold the whole time. You either see him <laughs> well, smile like, or like, frown after it, you No, it's just Arnold, but then it cuts close up to like the batter and swinging and missing. I guess, but I feel like you'd at least have to show it at the very end, like his uh, very last pitch. You see it, and it's fucking how glorious. Just, how about he just throws it at everyone's head, and they, but they swing anyways? <laughs> It's so tasty. It's the tumor. Again. Anyways, it's not important. Don't figure it out. It's not a tumor. It's not, I'm not going to throw that pitch. It's not a tumor. Or like I was going to say, you'd have a player on another team who starts ripping off his pitch and like is doing really good. And like, hey, he's throwing the tumor. It's not a tumor. He's like, he throws the tumor. <laughs> He's got to fit in a lot of jokes that reference older Arnold movies. So, so, but then there's there's got to be a point where like he starts not doing so good and he's tempted by the roids again. And then like someone sees him in his locker or something. Yeah, I, I feel like we should have a, another player who just like like maybe he's like the up he's like the only other good player on the Marlins and he's like trying to prove himself, get traded to like the Yankees. Jose Canseco. Pretty much. <laughs> Playing himself. Playing himself. <laughs> Hell, he'd do it at this point. Uh, and, you know, he's just got to be, like, bagging on him the whole time. And then he he finally gets to, gets to take advantage of Arnold in his moment of weakness. Even though Arnold doesn't take the roids, he's, he, like, sees enough that he can, he can get the story out there. Yeah. Does he make it? Does he do it at the end? I think he should do it at the end. 
I don't think he should do that. <laughs> he gives okay. a, yeah. I, I think I think he should learn at the end that, you know, success isn't measured by some number. It's measured by the impact you had on the game. He could, he could get, like, really close. So it's, like, it's basically like Mr. 3000, like, but instead of going for his final home run, he, like, bunts. Like, like he makes have, a sacrifice. Have you seen Mr. 3000? I've seen the end of Mr. 3000. <laughs> at least that part. Okay, well, if that's already how that one ends, fuck that. Just give him the record, then. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason you can't do it again. People love things that they've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> like a really generic ending. <laughs> You'd be pretty surprised if just everything works out like that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did it. The end. And then he becomes a governor. Mm-hmm. What, what's, his, what's his... Like... I feel like there's so many Arnold movies where they have to explain like him being foreign. Is he playing another foreign guy? Like, does he have a funny name? Is his name like his? Does he have a nickname? Like, there's all sorts of things you could do with that. Yeah, or you could just have a sweet like like the Kaiser. He's German. You could make his name like Jim Kaiser. Yeah. Have a nice American person. Yeah. His name's usually like John or something. John Kaiser. John Kaiser. You can accidentally call him John Matrix. Uh, I'm sure that's a joke that he would appreciate. I just think that the... Not that it's... I mean, it's accidental on the part of the writer. He he forgot it. And that just just slips through everyone's cracks who reads the script. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's an odd detail to add to this movie. Oh man, it went right through my crack. Is that your impression mm-hmm. of the writer of this movie? Anyway, it's a funny image in my head. So what's it called? The Tumornator. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, it's kind of confusing. Wait, 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 wait. Before we come up with the title, what's Danny DeVito's arc? They both have to have an arc. Does he? he can just yeah. He's like his friend. No. Does, does he finally get recognition for what he's doing for all these years? Well, like, maybe. He's I, been I overlooked for so long. He's he's like, I mean, he helped because they were like teammates for forever. Like, mm-hmm. like Arnold would only pitch if he was catching because he could just stand there and not squat down. It's the perfect, it's the perfect, you know, <laughs> place to pitch. It's the perfect so, like, position. He, like without him, he can't throw the tumor. Like, he helps prevent the tumor. Uh-huh. So, um, so why he just learns to appreciate Danny DeVito? I feel like Danny DeVito's got to get something out of this. Because in Junior, he learns how to appreciate women, and in Twins, he learns that even though. He is the worst aspect of all humanity. <laughs> he does have redeeming qualities. I don't know. He's like. He just he just learns to to love himself. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he can just have a sweet play. 
Like maybe there's just a cool play at the plate well, at the end. Only and he box, can... yeah. So it's got to be on defense. Yeah. So it's like one of those ones where they jump into the dugout and catch a ball. Yeah. But he like does a flip and catches it like yeah, over the guardrail. Oh, and then he hurts himself, and then Arnold has to oh, oh, strike out oh, with a different catcher. Oh shit! And it's like John Heater. <laughs> he's got too much baseball uh, I could do this put me in coach oh flipping sweet <laughs> and that well if if we're going that he doesn't get the record that could be like the reason he doesn't get the record <laughs> because it's a John Heater So we're trying to get the audience to hate John Heater. Yeah. Okay. Then he retires from anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, we still don't have a title. Or do we? Is it the Tuberator? No, it's not the Tuberator. Arm old. What? Something about generic about baseball. Mm-hmm. First, first pitch. Seventh inning pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just be calling like, the battery or something. Batteries included. What about like? Because you know, is that movie batteries not included? Yes. <laughs> It's a very clever reference everyone will appreciate. Has a movie ever been titled something to make a reference to another movie? <laughs> yeah, probably. Usually they're like satires of that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what Batteries Not Included is about. It's about robots. That's what I figured. Uh, what about like like two strikes or two outs. Something about... Because that... It's like both it's late in the game and also because there's two characters. Oh, I think the battery's pretty good. Just the battery? Yeah, it's, it's good enough. I like it because also it sounds like when you're at bat. Sure. Pitchers and catchers, man. The battery box. Just go with the battery. Really thought I had it with the Tumernator. <laughs> What's the poster? Uh, remember that picture of Dan Wilson like jumping on top of Randy Johnson? Yeah. It's like that, but with Arnold and Danny DeVito. <laughs> they just photocopy their you know, put photo put their faces over that. Really cheap. Arnold with his hands raised. Danny Vio just wrapped around him. God, I want to see this movie. Alright. Yes. Yeah, alright. Moving on. Sean? Alright, so I think I'm going to scrap my original pitch because it's a little too much like John's Red Rover. Uh, but it was going to be like a sci fi take on mechanical bull riding. <laughs> um, so I've been thinking. Um, 
I remember in an episode of Star Trek, they talk about how, like, all sports died off uh, on Earth history. And I, I think it would be cool if we did, like, a movie that's, like, in the future. There was, like, a war going on. And, uh, like, humans don't even have sports anymore, right? It's just, it's just total dystopia. It's like the road. It's super bleak. Um, but then, these guys who are in a battle, they find, like, a football. And uh, there's, like, this one super old general or something <laughs> that remembers. Like, oh, yes, I remember. This This was a game. And he's, like, teaching... Uh, teaching his soldiers how to play football and it just spreads uh, kind of like invasion <laughs> style and pretty soon like world peace is attained by people playing this weird bastardized version of football from one guy's memory and it's, uh, so is it more violent too? oh it's so it's so violent because <laughs> I mean obviously they're soldiers uh, but also because like they're not constrained by any traditional rules or regulations they're just they're just making it up, man. Plus, you would have to imagine that this, and you would have to imagine that this guy only remembers the final incarnation of football, which we can just all assume football is just gonna keep getting more and more violent from here on out. I guess. Well, no, I mean it's getting in real life. It's getting less and less violent. Yeah, but for the maybe city. this guy had like so many concussions that he doesn't remember it that well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think one guy carries a gun or something. I just have this memory of like a guy shooting a gun, <laughs> like at the at the start or something. I think there was a guy with a gun who just like rode around and he shot people. It was like a guy at a horse, the ref who shoot players, like in a chariot. Instead of a ball, they have a a gun. The quarterback shoots the receiver. They have a grenade. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have to explode. Well, too much. I like the idea of a ticking time bomb, though. Like, instead of having a It clock. blows up at the end of the game? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. So, like, at the end of the like, they have to make this play, but there's only a couple seconds left on the ball. What kind of play would you have to make where you're like, oh, shit, this ball is going to explode? <laughs> I feel like you would just throw it at a player on the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically murder, but but they need the points though. Yeah, well, then you'd have you probably have to try to kick it then, right? <laughs> it goes into the crowd, kills a bunch of fans. <laughs> <laughs> that happens like the first time they start playing. Then they build a net. Yeah. Okay. So it can be super violent. I uh, I was thinking more like. The joy of the game brings about world peace, but uh, <laughs> you just want to go with like they just play football until everyone's dead. I'm fine with that. Too. It's not until everyone's dead, but they're like playing to like fight for their lives or something. I don't know. Maybe they're playing some marauders who are like trying to keep the world as it is and they're trying to better it. So somehow they make some deal where if they win this game, you know, some change can happen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So robot jock style, instead of fighting wars, they just uh, have like two teams that compete and the winner wins the war yes sweet so is the old man the main character is or is he just kind of like the old mentor character he's one of the main characters obviously he's gonna have like a favorite soldier that ends up being like the quarterback right and he's probably the the main character uh see because I, I saw him as like an old mentor you know terry bradshaw <laughs> <laughs> 
But I don't, I don't, I'm not confident in his ability to carry uh, Yeah. The only acting I've seen from him is in Cannonball Run. It was great. Well, what I about. Yes. What's that Matthew McConaughey movie? Can Matthew McConaughey be in this? He <laughs> could be like the star quarterback. He's kind of old. <laughs> but I don't know what the rules are. I don't know how old these players would be. I like to think, like, when Shaman brought the road, I immediately thought the players were all, like, super gross with, like, huge beards and, like, just all, like, grimy and shit. So I started thinking yes. of that really bad movie, Reign of Fire, okay. that has Matthew McConaughey in it and Christian Bale. Okay, okay. Go with one of them. We could go both with both of them. They must have those beards, though. Christian Bale could be on the opposing team. Oh, yeah. Because he'd, li- he'd like that, because they're, like, marauders, right? So he could he'd definitely, like bulk up or <laughs> depending on how he wants to play it and then how old should the old man mentor is he like just kind of old is he like real I feel, old? Like, I feel like he should be pretty old could be like gotta, Bruce okay, Stern so maybe it's gotta be someone who's I guess he was young when the last football game was played but he would have to be old enough then to remember it and old enough now that no one else remembers football anymore mm-hmm. I mean you could be lazy and just go with Morgan Freeman but you know, it's an He's idea. He's already in Invictus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got box office appeal, though. Okay, who else? He's an old man. You can imagine telling him about football. It's got to be somebody. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yes. If we can bring him out of retirement. You guys heard about this game called football? <laughs> Is that what you know from the get-go, that he's going to be telling these guys the wrong rules? <laughs> <laughs> you just can't trust this guy. He's so shady. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like the spectacle. Is there any like new rules to the game? I mean, we have the there's the ref that shoots people, the ball explodes. <laughs> Sometimes there's landmines. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you kind of do whatever you want. Uh, you know, you could always if you just want if you just want violence, you could say it's not down until the ball carrier is dead. <laughs> it's a bit much until he loses a limb. Or consciousness, I guess. <laughs> Do they play with helmets? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to see heads like pop and blow up. <laughs> like the ref just like pulls out a sniper rifle. Why is the ref shooting you? Why is he so far away that he needs to use a sniper <laughs> rifle? <laughs> like he doesn't want to get anywhere near the carnage. I don't know. I mean, I guess if the ref does kill people, you have to come up for with a reason for why he does that and when he does that in the game. Well, it's just yeah, it's just for penalties. Like the oh, it's for penalties. There you go. Punishment for penalties are is death. Yeah, just use a sniper rifle with yellow bullets. Or like less, you know, less, you know, maybe roughing the passer or like pass interference is death, but like holding is only like you get shot in the leg or something. You have to take it. You can't run around mm. or anything. Instead of penalty, it's penalty shot. of death. Well, if he misses you, 
then you're then you're good to go. But he's not gonna miss. He's <laughs> <laughs> highly trained. So okay. What's, what's this uh, called? Well, we don't have a title yet. Uh, how would how would this end? You guys think? Does it still end with world peace? <laughs> they win the big game against the Marauders. And... and so the Marauder Nation agrees to just mass suicide. <laughs> it could be a tie. Ooh, it could. I, but then I don't know what that means. Everyone just kills themselves. It could be a tie, and everyone's just like standing on the battlefield, uh, you know, like staring at each other and staring at the carnage. And then the camera just pans out. A bunch of like, wolves like, come out. Like the Italian job. Yeah. But then I want it to cut to like a Conan the Barbarian thing where he's like on a throne and the voiceover is like, This was just the first battle of football. There will be another. And then oh, cool. Because, yeah, it gives him a reason to play it like every year. Or at least at least one more year. It's like everything is so nothing. I guess nothing changes because I just have to do it again. Is it Jack Nicholson sitting on the throne? Or is it? Hey. Or is it uh, Matthew McConaughey? Uh, it's maybe he can't tell. It's a silhouette. But it's a silhouette that looks a little like Jack Nicholson and a little like Matthew McConaughey. You can't tell. You can just see Matthew McConaughey, and then at the end of the credits, Jack Nick there's like an ex- extra scene with Jack Nicholson meeting someone who's gonna be like the bad guy in the next one. Okay. You think you're the only one who remembers games? Who would you like to see be the next villain? If it's an if it's in my mind, it's another old man who comes with another sport that should be the next competition. Sidney Poitier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So maybe we just all have bringing people out of retirement. Yeah, I'm super pumped to see the sequel to this <laughs> City movie. It's got like a futuristic battle suit. He's like, he's on the side of the Marauders, obviously. Yep. So he's got like a skull helmet. <laughs> just take, yeah, he takes it off and then Sidney Poitier. <laughs> and the jacket of this and goes, oh my fuck. <laughs> Yes, because in the future they'll be saying, oh my fuck. I believe we covered this in our Hot Wheels movie. Yep. That's, there that's you go. the slang of the future. Okay, so. Do we uh, come up with a name for this? So I was thinking um, we could do it in like the old sci fi tradition of calling it something like, like Football 2162. Except it'll be called Gridiron Twenty One Sixty Two. Yeah, you're right. So you're thinking kind of like a Death, <laughs> death Race Two Thousand kind of title. Yeah. <laughs> Fight Gridiron. Ball Twenty One Ninety Nine. Blood Ball. Blood Ball. I like Blood Ball. The Blood Ball Twenty One Sixty Two. This is such a horrible number. <laughs> no one ever remember that. I remembered it. What's a better number than 2162 then? You know, like 99 or 88 <laughs> or 77. I like 2162. Alright, fine. 2112. 2112. <laughs> okay, There's like a 20-minute montage where they play 2112. <laughs> <laughs> Rush, isn't it? Yeah, they're the referees. <laughs> 
they're the they're the ones shooting people. <laughs> okay, so to recap, oh, God, what was the Michael Vixen one? Was <laughs> that roughing the passer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, just Red Rover. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, not the Tuminator. Uh, the battery. The battery. Or Blood Ball <laughs> 2162. <laughs> Which sports movie would you guys most want to see coming to theaters next? I'm trying to see the battery, man. I mean, it sounds funny, but if that movie was like real, I don't know. It'd probably, probably be, pretty, be PG-13. <laughs> Really hokey. I just don't. I feel like Arnold is he even capable of being entertaining anymore? He's hella entertaining in the last thing. Like, yeah, but this isn't like a rated R movie, even. Well, this is like a dope comedy. I don't know. I believe in Arnold. It's just God. The last thing pissed me off. He's in it for like five minutes. Really? Like, what's the point? You just. I'll talk about this off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think if they had enough of a budget, Red Rover would be my pick. Uh, I believe in the potential of that movie. So I think that's how I'm going to vote. You know, I like I like uh, I think I like Blood Ball. Yeah, I was going to go Blood Ball 2162 as well. That was 2112. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's for the Canadian release. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like an entirely different movie. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, yeah, you're towards Canadian. They add, they add 20 minutes of rush to it. Just because it has, like, the most violence and effects and all-star cast. I'm just really excited about Blood Ball 2163 with Sydney Poitier. <laughs> it's got a nice setup for the sequel. Yeah. It's like, it's ready to be a franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, I guess. Wait, well, uh, what was your vote, Sean? Well, I was going to vote for Red Rover, but I was okay. going to vote for myself. And Nancy wrote, voted for the battery, so the I guess, yeah. It's, it's close. That's a good one, because that one, I feel like, was pretty fleshed out. I just, like, one, I would see anything with those two in it. <laughs> so what, get on that, Hollywood. God damn it only got so much time left before one of those guys dies and you don't want to waste it you, you, just, you just get you put out so, so much shit and it's right there it's just waiting it's waiting for you uh so that's been another episode of pitching tennis how do you guys feel about it you think this went all right yeah yeah well uh <laughs> If you are listening to this podcast and you had a similar reaction, uh, maybe head over to iTunes or mildlypleased.com and uh, voice your affections. If you hated it, also really, really, I would love to hear from you. Rather get Uh, negative reviews. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been keeping an eye on our Brendan Fraser video on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, but it's it's been getting some new hateful comments. 
<laughs> new new ones in addition to the comments like you guys are scum. Well, I mean, they work around that concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll read one to you. Okay. Uh, if you guys haven't checked in, this will be our, our first uh, letter reading on the. Oops. Uh, letter. Okay. This is a nice little letter from a fan. <laughs> Loading it up right now. It's an E letter, not an uh, email. An E letter. Here's an e-letter from Edwin O'Brien. Again, this is our video criticizing Brendan Fraser. Why stop at Brendan? John Goodman and Meatloaf are big men. How come you don't make them the butt of your bad jokes? Answer. You guys are in a sad place. No, 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 no. That's not what he said. You two guys are in a sad place. Just... Okay, whatever. Who's he signaling out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Use YouTube to create something new. Show people how your ideas can make a difference or just be original. Your comments are cheap shots. Any 12-year-old and their buddies cud of come up with this crud. Come out, please. Uh, I don't know. That whole last that last <laughs> sentence confused me, Nancy. You, you, do you understand what he's saying there? I mean, like... I almost appreciate it if, like, he thought we were being, like, super serious. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, good for him. He's just trying to... He, he, he wants... making jokes, and he is not amused by them. But yeah, but he, he's more like... He, <laughs> Three comments down, the Codemaster says, I agree, something different, odd about Fraser." <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he spelled it like Fraser the show. <laughs> So wait, but that first guy, what was his last sentence? Okay. Any 12-year-old and their buddies, with an apostrophe, cud, of come out with this crud. I don't understand why someone would take out so much time to try to, like, give a, like an insightful rebuttal. <laughs> Just totally fuck up, like, how they're writing it. You could, you two guys. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, at the beginning of the video, it obviously states that this is a four-person podcast. It says our names. It yeah. shows our names. Oh, that's great. That requires reading. <laughs> I like to think this guy was just so mad. Uh, you know, I'm, I yeah, I respect people coming to Brendan Fraser's defense. I, I just like I feel like he thinks we have potential. He wants just wants us to be. <laughs> he wants us to use it for you know, positivity. I mean, maybe we have grown <laughs> since then. That was a pretty early podcast. Uh, well, considering what we're gonna do next week, I'm... yeah, we're basically <laughs> gonna do the same podcast. Wait, Sean, read, read, read Cheryl Jensen's entry. Cheryl Jensen. Cheryl Jessen. Jessen. Alright, so it's a woman. You guys have too much time on your hands. I love that Brendan is getting bigger. I think he looks fantastic. When you guys are in your 40s, you look so good and make as much money for your talents as he does. Wait, what did he say about us being she, in our 40s? What did she say? When you guys are in your 40s. Oh, okay. You can only hope to look so good and make as much money for your talents as he does. How do these people find this video and then why do they watch it? 
Also, it's like weird because we spent about as much time thinking about this as they did about writing this comment. So it's weird that they tell us that we have too much time on our hands. Yeah, they're commenting on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Well, this video has gotten about 3,500 views at this point. If you search for Brendan Fraser on YouTube, it's about the ninth result. <laughs> Are you serious? Or that, or that, I thought you said Google. No, I don't know about it. Oh, yeah, it, it's the, I got it as the tenth. All I typed is Brendan Fraser. It's on the first page. That's amazing. Uh, that is amazing. Sorry, Brendan. <laughs> No, we're giving them publicity. We have one of those popular Brendan Fraser videos on the internet. I feel like in that video we kind of point out that he's not that fat. Like Sean says, I I don't know how we got to the point where we're saying Brendan Fraser is the fattest man alive. Like we know, we know <laughs> what we're saying isn't like <laughs> we're kind of bad people for saying it, but. It's just, oh, just fun. It's a jokes, so. Yeah, I guess. You know, <laughs> you can't expect that everyone's going to get the joke. It's just a part of life. Anyway, if you enjoyed this last segment of this podcast, go ahead and leave a comment anywhere that we are. And we'll, <laughs> or, one of us or, will find it. Or anywhere. Just, <laughs> just anywhere. If you want to scribble graffiti on the side of a building talking about Brendan Fraser, go for it. Just, we might find it, man. Share it with the world. Until next week, we've been pitching tents. Uh, <laughs> that's weird to say. Yeah, because I don't uh, think we're going to do pitching tents next week. Yeah, we'll be top 10 Thursdays again next week. So if that sounds good, uh, just sit perfectly still and wait. Seven minutes. See ya. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up.